Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 154. Write me a letter. Speak to my heart. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. Hey, Antonio DiLorenzo. And happy almost February. Gosh, you guys, the first month of the year is already gone. I hope you're making it an extraordinary one, getting, you know, all of your ducks in row for 2013 and just really stepping out and making positive changes in your marriage. We're super excited because this weekend is our... Five Steps to Get the Fire Blazing Workshop at Grace Community Church here in San Diego. And we are so ready to ignite passion uh, with these couples that are going to be joining us. It is not too late to register. If you want to come, log on to our website. Tony's got, the, Tony's got it all posted there. On the right-hand side, yep, um, you'll see it'll say live event and you'll see the flyer right there. Or if you're one of our Facebook fans... It, there's, it's on our events under the Facebook page, One Extraordinary Marriage. And, you know, for all of those of you that don't live in Southern California, because I know some of you out there, you know, you're not close, but you might know somebody who is. And you might be thinking to yourself, you know what, I've listened to Tony and Elisa for a while now, or maybe you're a brand new listener. And I know somebody out there who really could benefit from getting in front of them. Invite them, forward the information, encourage them to come. Because it's like I tell folks when we're speaking, you could be somebody's hero today. Mm -hmm. You could have a positive impact on someone else's marriage by just forwarding them the information. It's what you guys do when you share you know, the posts that we put up on Facebook. It's what you guys do when you make comments under you know, show notes on the uh on the website. On the website. Thank you. I'm like that thing. I want to say it, it's what you do when you make comments on iTunes. When you guys log into iTunes and you put, you know, five stars up there and you talk about what your experience has been like with us, that impacts other marriages because when people come and check us out on iTunes or when people see your posts on Facebook relate, sharing back to us or when they see your comments on the website, you know what that does? It lets them know that this is a great place for them to get the information that they need. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, you know, the good thing, Hey, we're keeping it the cost at a, at a great price. So that way everybody can show up. It's 40 bucks a couple and you can do it the day of. So don't sweat if, if you can't get the registration in this week, it's okay. Just show up. We're going to be there. We're going to be ready to rock it. So we'd love to see you. If you want to email us anything, anytime, if you have some questions, Hit us at info at one extraordinary marriage.com or you can call us at 858 876 876 5663. Sorry about that. But we love hearing from you guys. You know that. And it's a way for us to gauge what's happening in your guys' marriage mm-hmm. and how what we're giving out is impacting you. 
Absolutely. It, it, it's awesome to be able to see that and, and hear from you guys. We're trying to respond. Honestly, we've been inundated. And because of you guys, we are now sitting at number three in iTunes Thank under you marriage. So much. Which is absolutely unbelievable. And all the praise and glory goes to God on that. But because of that also comes, I'm, I'm assuming at this point, hundreds of new listeners who are finding us, who are finding out that they can have an extraordinary marriage by taking the time each day to invest in themselves and in them in their spouse and in their marriage. And so if we don't get right back to you, please just know that we do get them. We do get them. Annalise and I have made it a pact for us this year to try and pray each and every night. And honestly, I'm going to tell you guys, we may not pray for you by name each and every night, but we do pray for you mm-hmm. and just know that. And last week we did our show on being the cheerleader for your spouse. Mm-hmm. And that resonated around for a lot of folks. We've gotten a lot of feedback and there's one email that we got that I think really talked to that and it deeply shared how this husband has been cheerleading for his wife. And I wanted to read this to you. Hey guys, just listen to episode 153. Well done. It is so important to support each other and cheer each other on. My wife has been getting a home business going, tastefully simple foods. I've gone out of my way to make sure she can get to meetings and conventions and run her parties. Money is tight, but every time my mom suggests to me that my wife needs to get a real job, I have said it to- it is totally worth the short-term financial struggles to see my wife energized with her efforts. And wow. Wow. What a, what an awesome way that this husband is showing his wife that he believes in her. Mm-hmm. And he's on that sideline just cheering her on. The second thing I want to share in here, though, that I think is really vital that many of us would probably just read over and not catch it, the boundaries that he has set up and they have set up. Because parents love to start coming in and giving their, their two cents. And doing it, you know, nine times out of 10 from a spirit of love. You know, obviously his mom is looking at it going, okay, well, you know, there'd be more money if she was doing something else right now. Well, yeah. And, and that's where they're coming from. Like, you know, I see you guys, you know, you might be struggling. Right. You know, things are tight. Right. But again, He's, he's setting up boundaries. Absolutely. Because even nine times out of 10, they're coming out of love. Many of you know those feelings of hurt, mm-hmm. resentment, anger, when the in-laws are, you know, jabbing at you. Mm-hmm. And so kudos to this husband setting up those boundaries. Yep. And just going, hey, mom, you know what? I hear you out. Dig it. But this is our life. This is our marriage. So this is what we're choosing to do. Love it. Thank you very much for that. And if you have an email, again, send it in info at one extraordinary marriage.com or you can call in 858-876-5663. And, you know, tying in with that is today's topic. You write me a letter, speak to my heart. And, you know, especially with Valentine's Day rapidly approaching, in case you all don't know, you're about two, just over two weeks away from Valentine's Day. So if you need to plan... Start. Start. And we're actually going to help you with your Valentine's Day by talking today about writing a letter. See, here's the thing. When Tony and I first met, 
that so we met over a summer and then I went back to Indiana and he was in Colorado for the first full year of our relationship. And I've shared with you guys, we're kind of pre-internet babies, pre-cell phone. We really didn't have, besides the telephone and extensive long distance bills, the other way that we communicated was through letters and cards. Mm -hmm. And I still have virtually every letter or card that Tony sent to me. And, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, at the time it was just always so exciting to go to the mailbox and see his handwriting on an envelope addressed to me. I I lived in a sorority house. You know, when your boyfriend's writing your letters, it's a good thing when the mailman comes. But it was more than that. It was like, oh my gosh. And he would, he would fill up these cards. I mean, he'd go to Hallmark and, you know, find a card that had a lot of meaning to it, but then he'd write all over the rest of the card. So it wasn't just, here, honey, I found you this card. It was, I found this card that expressed some of what I wanted to say, but here's the rest of it. And it would just pour out of him and vice versa. I mean, I, we definitely subsidized Hallmark that first year, but those are treasured memories. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because Tony put up a question last week on the Facebook page because, you know, okay, that was 20 years ago, 18 years ago that Tony and I were doing this. Now, you know, digital means rule our lives. You know, we're on our computers, we're on our iPhones, we're on our iPads. You know, if you're not hooked up to something, you feel lost type of deal. And so he posted the question, handwritten letter or digital, which do you prefer? And it was very interesting, you know, going through the comments that, you know, in fact, some people are like, yes, you know, I just want a letter, you know, and so you, you, you start looking at that going, wow, you know, there's, there's a vital piece of communication, a connection that comes from those letters. Mm-hmm. But the answers were definitely skewed in favor of a handwritten note. Which I found very interesting what? in all honesty. I think today with the advent of online cards, I personally use send out cards and and I use it for, we use it for business, Mm -hmm. but I also use it for personal stuff as well. And it's so much nicer and so much easier now. It is just, it's fun for me to be able to sort through thousands of different cards and get one, write my note to you in there. It, it, It doesn't have to be, what I do like a lot about those cards is that there's no writing on the inside. And if there is, I can delete it. So for me, it's it's the ability to make it my own and customize it. And because of that, I don't have I can put love on the outside of the card, but not have some cheesy saying on the inside that I have to sort of work around. Mm-hmm. I do like that, but I'm in the minority by far because everybody was pretty much on the I want a handwritten note. Okay, but here's here's the thing. And we can talk about send out cards on another day, but mm-hmm. when you, you're still putting all of the thought and energy into that card. I understand that. But See, again, I, I, when I was looking at your question and thinking online card, I was thinking like, you know, you send me a text or you say, you know, like, like a digital oh. deal. I wasn't thinking, you know, I mean, I still get my card. In the, and the other thing that you can do with send out cards, and I don't know if you know this. You can get them. I can get them sent to me. Yes. No. Oh, no. No, what I was going to say is you can submit your own handwriting. Yes, I know that. And 
that way it actually is your handwriting. Handwriting, yes. So I know. that's a whole other thing. We'll talk about send out cards <laughs> on another day. You're getting me off but, topic here. But that's right. You 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 bring up a good point. It would. It, in in this question, yes, an online card would be more like an e-card sent to your email. Right. Gotcha. Th- that's how I understood it. Now, okay. I'm not sure that that's how the listeners or Facebook fans understood it. But, you know, what it comes down to is, and, and I'm reading these comments. I mean, one wife says, my husband is the best at writing. I love what he handwrites and what he chooses to type up to look nice and pretty. I think I'm spoiled in this regard. Mm. You know, or another wife that said, you know, we've been married 25 years and he would not use the computer ever to, you know, to type up this type of thing. He handwrites all of his notes to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, some of them were, you know, saying that the online was, you know, not as heartfelt, not, you know, a little bit more impersonal. And, and then we got, you know, Tony and I got to talking about this because you, sometimes you got to think about what are you looking for? You know, and are you looking for that connection? And does it have to be, you know, like a three-page handwritten declaration of love and all the wonderful things that you've done? Or can you, can you stick a post-it note on the rearview mirror? And, and there's place for both of those. Mm-hmm. Now, I told Tony as we were preparing for this podcast um, that I was going to pull out a surprise, something that he doesn't know. Yes. And so, you know, you talk about these love letters and, and writing them and, you know, it's so funny. I was looking through some files the other day and came across three envelopes. Now, the first time I ever traveled after Abby was born, I was, I was just terrified that something was going to happen, like that something was going to happen to me and I was going to leave my family, you know, just irrational new mommy feelings of something catastrophic is going to happen when I'm gone. So what I did was I wrote a letter. Yeah, but don't, but those don't discount that. It was the, you know, you're leaving your, your newborn and I mean, she, no, she was like, I mean, she, I think she was like a year old. Oh, was she a year old by the yeah. time? Okay. <laughs> Maybe 10 months. And, and, and our second child. So. And, and our second child. But it was just this whole like, oh my gosh, you know, like mom's leaving. What happens if something happens to me? And so in this file, what I found was a letter that I had written to each one of you. It's still there in a sealed envelope. Really? Yeah. And, and so they're just sitting there. I mean, I, I'm sure at some point in time, you know, probably when the kids turn 16 or graduate or something, you know, I'll give them these letters that I wrote when they were, you know, teeny tiny. But I remember pouring my heart out in those letters in the event that something happened to me. Were you crying? Oh, I'm sure I was. Please. Emotions. <laughs> come on. But, but the reality is, is that they're still sitting there and you didn't know about it until just this moment. Yeah. And, and that's the power of the handwritten letter. Cause honestly, if something had happened to me, Tony would have gone into this file cause it's where we've got all our important papers and stuff. And he would have come across these letters and I would have been crying. Well, I, I would have hoped that if something happened to me, you would be crying first. Oh, yes. Okay. But what I'm trying to get my, the point that I'm trying to make is that taking the time to write a letter, be it long or short impacts your marriage in a positive way. Yeah, and th- and like Elisa said, there's a time for both, and I think t- today we really want to sort of hone in on those more heartfelt, longer letters. It's not to say that you can't throw up a post-it note, a five, a three by five card, you know, something quick, but we want to give you some tips and some ideas on how you guys can formulate that love letter, mm-hmm. because you're probably sitting around going, "Gosh, what am I going to write?" You know, it's easy. In my opinion, when you're apart, when you're away from each other, 
because there's this this longing to be near each other, to be next to each other. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, and and you want to just pour out what's happening. When you see your spouse each and every day, it gets sort of hard to really say something because you're going, what the heck am I going to write about? I, I see her or I see him every day. And that can be a that can be a tough situation because you're going, man, I don't I can't think of anything to write about. Mm-hmm. And I will say this, writing takes time. Writing a love letter, if you haven't done it in a while, if you've never done it, is gonna take time. And so the best thing that you can do is start. And maybe your goal is to write one every month. And you'll find yourself getting better. You'll actually find yourself connecting more to your feelings. You know, those feelings of like, I just feel silly today. And I want to let you know that. Because your love for me makes me this way. Mm-hmm. Or I'm, I'm excited or I'm elated or I'm happy. I mean, you want to find those feelings. And, you know, here's a very simple thing that you need to do for yourself. You need to identify your feelings. Uh-huh. And I would even go online and Google list of feelings because a lot of times we get wrapped up in, you know, well, I feel, I feel like you don't do this or I feel like you're always doing something, you know? So we're talking about somebody else's actions. We're not talking about our own feelings. And so I'm really glad that Tony said there, you know, excited or silly or, um, Here's, you know what? Here's a, a link that I'll put in. Perfect. Make it easy. Yeah. And I mean, pleasant feelings. Um, open, happy, alive, good, calm, peaceful, at ease, optimistic, free, frisky, spirited. Frisky, there's a fun one. You know, loving, affectionate, sensitive, tender, devoted, passionate, warm, touch, sympathy, close. Now, I bet as he's reading that list certain words are resonating with you and you're thinking that's what applies in my marriage. And that's what your husband or wife needs to know. They need to know how that relationship impacts you. Mm -hmm. You need to tell them. And that's, that's the joy of a love letter. A handwritten love letter is that they have tangible evidence of their impact on you. Yeah. So let's, let's get it from the top here. How are you going to get this idea? You know, where are you going to get an idea from to, to write your love letter, right? Mm-hmm. One, one simple one, and this is something that Elise and I do before every podcast, is we listen to music. We love it. You know, it gets us going. You may want to go find your favorite song that the two of you love. Pull out two or three lines of lyrics and build off of that. You know, there could be something in there that just goes, oh, that resonates with her or his smile, you know, their generous spirit, you know, the spiritual leader. Any of those can help you get moving. Look for areas of your spouse that you want to compliment in your love letter. You know, is it a physical love letter? You want to just talk about her body how the curves just make your eyes wander to the most beautiful places. You know, that's, that's, you know, it would be a letter about her physical self. On the other hand, you may want to write one that's all about her intellectual mind. And so you're going to craft that love letter around how she is able to 
go through the day and use her mind to work out certain areas in your guys' life. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be on your financial front. You know, how he is able to look at the books and take care of it so you don't have to. Right. So you, you're looking at these areas. And, and I know some of you are going, man, that is so cheesy. That is so cheesy. But at the same time, you're saying something in writing that is truly going to impact your spouse. Well, it's going to impact your marriage. Yeah. Because it may feel cheesy and it may feel awkward. And you know, we tell couples all the time that when you're trying something new, yeah, you know, it's like the first time that Tony and I prayed together in our bedroom and I just busted a gut laughing. It's yes. going to feel awkward. But you know what? Now we're at the point where we pray together probably four or five out of seven nights. Mm-hmm. Yep. A- and you have to exercise this. You have to, you know, when you guys were dating, I'm sure you were all mushy-gushy, you know, in your own way, whatever that was, some of you more so than others. Life has a way of getting in the way of that. So exercise your sentimentality. And, and come back to that place you were at the beginning. Share the cheesiness. You're going to craft it in your own way, so it's not going to be over the top. Mm-hmm. But start with start with those aspects: physical, emotional. That the, describe their spirit. You know, start start where it's easiest for you to identify. This is your first letter for some of you in a long time. Don't complicate yourself. Start with the first thing that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. And the next thing that you want to do is you want to do, you want to be transparent. It's something we talk about every single week on this show. And the reason why is that your spouse needs to hear from you with no masks on. You're going to dig deep into your feelings for them. And for some of you, some of these feelings may be buried you may have to work a little harder and you may have to really think, okay, if I took off all this layers, if I took off, you know, the hurt about, you know, that argument or this, what do I really feel? And it's like, I tell folks all the time, the love is there. Sometimes you just got to peel back the layers of junk to get to it and share it and let them know honestly what it is that you love about them. And this can be a tough one. It it really can. And it may take you more than two or three letters to get to this point. But the key is that you're working towards that. And so don't get discouraged. If your first couple of letters or few letters, you're not going as deep as you want. Mm -hmm. Don't please don't get discouraged and stop doing them because it is a practice just like when we deal with our communication and we're doing, say, the 77 questions to get the conversation started. If we stop on day one, we're not going to know or learn anything more about ourselves or our spouse by the time we hit day 77. That's the same thing with this. You keep working on it. You keep looking inside and going, okay, what is it that I can share here today that will open up this letter, mm-hmm. that will let my spouse really know something about me that, you know, we've talked about in the past, but we really haven't talked about it much in a long time. And I need to let her know about it. And it's, you know, 
like Toy said, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. It's a journey. You know, you don't you don't go run a marathon by going out and just running the marathon. You've practiced for months getting up there. We expect you to invest the same energy in your marriage. And it's all about baby steps. It's about doing something day after day, or in this case, if you're, you know, if you're writing a letter once a month or every other month, where you sit down and you, you put the time on your calendar. Because let me tell you something, when you spend 20, 30 minutes working on this letter, that is 20 or 30 minutes where you are focused and concentrating on your husband or your wife. You're thinking about them. You're not griping about them. You're not complaining. You're thinking, what does this person mean to me? How do Mm -hmm. I let them know how important they are? And I will tell you that when you start to do those types of activities, those types of mental exercises, it's going to change your mindset because you're going to be looking for ways that they are being a servant lover to you. You are going to be looking for the good things that they do because you're thinking, you know, I got a letter to write next month or this month. I want to be on the lookout for good things to put in that letter. Mm-hmm. So now you're looking for the good things because you, you've got a goal. And what happens when you start looking for the good things? You don't notice the little, you know, the toilet seat was up. I felt it, you know, I mean, here's what happens <laughs> in our in. You know, you go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. He goes first. The toilet seat is up. You know, I go next. Oops. I didn't check. Could I grumble about that? Sure. Now I just think it's funny. Oh, and you have grumbled in the I, past. I have grumbled in the past. <laughs> and I don't blame you because at it's one or two o'clock in the morning, that You're is not very uncomfortable. It, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now, All right, let's get back to this letter here. What I, what I want you to understand is that focusing on the positive. Yes. And with the goal of putting it into a letter will force you to focus on the positive daily in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's huge as you start going through going, how am I going to write this letter? What am I going to write about? And and when you start focusing on how your husband's a provider or how your wife runs the family or how attractive your spouse is, and it is okay to notice the physical attributes. I do not want anybody to think it has to be this, this emotional, like we're only digging deep. Yep. So let's face it. We're attracted to our spouses. Yeah. And I mean, again, if you want to talk about, his or her plump lips, the nose, the facial features, the breasts, anything. Legs, legs muscles. Go yeah. for it. I mean, don't hide away from that. Our society makes it like it's such a bad thing. This is your spouse. This is your lover. This is a person you sleep next to, you sleep with, you make love to and with. Don't be afraid to go there. I mean, this is between you and them, nobody else. So if that is something that is a, of an attraction to you, let them know. It's okay. You know, it's okay. I mean, there are many a times when I let Elisa know that. It's not the only thing I let her know because it'd get old. She, she, she would just probably tune me out. I make sure to sprinkle all the other stuff in there too that I enjoy about her. That makes her who she is and how she completes me in my marriage, in our marriage. 
Yeah, I was going to say just your marriage? No, it's our no, marriage. Okay. So structuring that letter, you're probably going, okay, well, what I'm going to do? Well, when I started off with ideas, think if you were doing a lyrics from a music song. You could take that. If you took four lines of it, you could take each one of those lines and expand on how that impacts you. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, if you're looking at other attributes of your spouse, you're going to want to open that up, you know, in that first paragraph and describe what you love about that aspect of your spouse. Absolutely. You know, three to four sentences, open that up for them and allow them, allow yourself to flow freely open up there. That's a great place to be transparent with your spouse. Um, you can also go from there, get descriptive, start describing those attributes. What is it about them that makes you smile? That puts a smile on your face. And again, that can be three or four more sentences right there. And then at the end there, you can pick some descriptive, descriptive action words that, um, help you expand what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And so by using those descriptive, descriptive words, you're again sharing how you feel about your spouse and what you feel about your spouse. And you're just expanding on that. Again, don't be, don't be afraid to go onto your computer and look for descriptive words. You know, go find them. If, if they're not in your repertoire of words, like myself, although that was a good word, huh? <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> it, uh... If it's not, go look for it. Mm-hmm. Grab a book if it helps you. Again, it's a learning experience. And there are all kinds of lists. Oh, yeah. Uh, on Google, I mean, you, you could Google any type of feeling mm-hmm. action list that you want. But what I'm telling you, based on what we heard from our listeners, take the time to handwrite the note. You know, use the computer for whatever resource you need, but put the words in your own handwriting, either in a letter or, you know, go to, go to Hallmark and get a blank card and write it in there. Because, you know, over and over again, they... You know, the listeners said it's somebody taking the time and that this, this is a labor of literally a labor of love and it will take time and you need to be patient with yourself because you're, you're going to feel some frustration. Yeah. Here's the thing though, too, you can totally type this out in word or pages or Google doc. Mm -hmm. So you're not messing up your, your card and having to erase it or feel like, oh man, I just wrote this whole thing and I just messed up right down here and I didn't want to mess up. So use your computer. I mean, there's nothing wrong with using a a Word document to make sure that all your spelling is correct, that you're flowing the way you want to flow, and then transfer that onto a piece of paper or a card. Another thing is maybe, maybe you're driving around town a lot. Maybe your job calls that you're an outside sales or you're a driver. And you're going from one place to the next to the next. I mean, you can use Evernote mm-hmm. and use the audio function and you could be dictating in what you want to say. And then from that dictation, you can take it and write it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can use today's technology for your advantage 
The key is, like Elisa said, and most people want, they want that handwritten note. So make sure you just take it and handwrite it into a card or onto a letter. Right. And it's, you know, knowing that I have this box of treasures, our kids are aware of it. Like I haven't gone through and shown them, you know, the details because, you know, they're still PG. But that's that's one of my most treasured memories. And, And it was fostered because of a father who wrote me cards, you know, growing up and all through, you know, so that, that was an expectation that I had that I didn't even really, you know, this is like, you know, 18 years later, I'm going, oh, you know what? I did find somebody like my dad in that respect, you know, because I had been raised to think that words were important. And some of you may be coming going, yeah, but that wasn't my family and we didn't do that. And, you know, that's just too much. Change your legacy, folks. Change your marriage starting today. Create an environment in your relationship where words matter, where what you say and how you let your spouse know how important they are to you becomes a priority because that emotional intimacy, fostering that emotional intimacy is going to build up the foundation of your marriage. Because I can promise you that when I have a bad day and I can look at one of those cards, I mean, I've got one of Tony's recent cards actually hanging up in our closet. Mm-hmm. I see it every day when I walk in and it says love and he wrote a note on the inside. That is just a reminder to me every single day about his love for me. You know, and, and, and having that means that on those days when we're just not firing on all the right cylinders and, we, you know, we've shared with you the miscommunications recently when that happens, I can still look at that card. It's a tangible piece of evidence to say, you know what? This is just a blip on the radar screen. Yep. You know, and, and, you know, it's, I don't want to say it's like, you know, building up brownie points or things like that, but what it does is it does fill your love bank and it gives you the padding to weather life storms. Right. Because you have taken the time to let your husband or wife know just how important they are. And you've got two weeks now. You, you are two weeks in front of Valentine's Day plus two days. Plenty of time. There is plenty of time to knock your spouse off their feet with a very, very special gift from you mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day. And I would challenge all of you listening to this to, to look at that February 14th date and, and put the time into making it an incredible day. Put the time into saying, you know what, I am going to spend half an hour on you know, sitting down and thinking about my husband or thinking about my wife and I'm going to put it into words for them. You know, and then on, on Valentine's Day morning, it's going to be sitting out on the table or if we go out, you know, I'm going to present it to them at Valentine's Day dinner or whatever it is. And and you know what? I'm going to be selfish here. I want to hear how it goes. I want you guys to tell us about the experience of writing that letter, but I also want to hear how it was received. Mm-hmm. And for those of you receiving the letter, I want you to be gracious. It may have typos. It may have crossed out marks. It may have whatever. But what you need to remember is that it is a declaration of love. And, and love is not perfect. It does not always, you know, look shiny and glossy. All right. And it's just like when my little girl brings me a piece of artwork, it may, you know, it may be a dog that has, you know, one ear bigger than the other and all kinds of stuff, but you know what? It's beautiful. 
I think that was my dog that I drew with her last night. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I had to draw a walrus the other day. Anyway, but what I'm saying is, is you guys all have seen children present artwork to somebody that's important to them. And the first time, you know, like a two or three year old gives you a piece of artwork, it's just scribbles. Of course, to them, it's a zoo. Or it might be your family. And you take it because it's a treasure because it's given in love. All right. The same thing when you receive that love letter. It is given to you in love. Don't complain about crossed out words and don't, don't get critical. Accept it with an open heart and love the person giving it yeah. for the time that they have invested in doing that for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So make it a challenge. You know, write one for Valentine's Day. Write one each month of the year. It's not something you got to write down, something that you have in your mind that you're going to do. You're going to take time away each month and do it. And I'll say this and I'll declare it. And my goal is to write one to Elisa each month this year. And we're butting up towards the end of January and it hasn't happened yet, <laughs> but it will be because I have some time this weekend. But you, heard you know, it here first folks. Yeah. And here's the thing though. I declared it to myself and I, and I'm letting you guys know too, if it comes towards the end of the month, you make it happen. You know, you find the time to make it happen. And we do have time this, I will have some time this weekend. So that, that worked out perfectly for me. Why are you smirking over there? Cause a, I didn't know. And B, I, I love how it works out that you actually do get the time so that you'll be, I'll have something to look forward to. That's right. So, have fun with it, you guys. It's just like everything else in life. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes practice. So go out there. Go make it happen. Get better at it. And you know what? The thing that you're leaving is a legacy. You're leaving a legacy. Not to just you and your spouse, but to your kids and your grandkids on those days when you're no longer here on earth. But they can go through those letters and go, my goodness, look at, look at grandpa's or great granddad's declaration of love to grandma. Look how much he just cherished her and she him. Because they're not going to have the words anymore. They're not going to have those here. They're not going to have you here. Mm. But they'll have those letters that they can look upon and go, wow, dad was a great guy. Wasn't always perfect. I lived with him. <laughs> I know this is what my son will be saying. But you know what? He loved my mom. Never stopped, even through the thick and thin, the goods, the bads. So get out there, write your letter of love to your spouse this Valentine's Day. We love you guys. You have yourselves a fantastic week, and we will catch you next week.